0: What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in today to the Knowledge is Power podcast. Today, my guest is Brian Bouye of Bouye Helping Hand Services. Results that want to make you yell. "Booya!" Yes. So... Uh, everybody knows me, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit, Brian?
1: Uh, hello, um, thank you very much for having me, Max. Very happy to be here. Uh, my name is Brian Bouye, and I am uh, the owner of Bouya Helping Hand Services. Exactly what he said. Results make Mickey yell Bouya. Yes. We specialize in moving, cleanouts, and organization. Very, um,
0: very good. Very helpful. Everybody needs that. Every yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah, something. Um, so why don't you go about, you know, talking about your background, where you're from, what you did before you started your own business and what made you want to eventually start your own business.
1: Oh man, okay, yeah. So um, you know, I actually have only been doing this line of work for about two years. Um before then I was working at uh, Texas Roadhouse as a as many different things. Uh bus boy, uh fry cook. My first ever paid job was Andy the Armadillo and I would wave at cars um as they pass on the street all the while um, trying to work in films and Mm -hmm. movies. And I had my own production company called Root Beer Studios, uh, and we produced um, feature-length films, uh, commercials for local businesses. Uh, We won the 48-hour film project, and we went to Paris, France, to screen it, Um, and it was great. Uh, And I was also working on just films in general. as either like a production assistant or an art director, um, working locations, and that's what I really wanted to do for Mm -hmm. a long time. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I just ended up just getting completely burnt out. I just getting completely burnt out of the business. Um, I was working on a film in, in South Carolina, and it just really took a lot out of me. <clears throat> and so, uh, I really just came back home from that, deciding that I I didn't want to go back to working in the restaurant business. Um, I really wanted to take a break from film. Uh, you know, it wasn't making me nearly as happy anymore as other things were. Um, and by other things, I meant like I've always just wanted to help people. Like that's mm-hmm. really what it came down to is just like feeling. Gratitude back from being able to help people out and it just kind of it really just snowballed like from Work like not having a job at all being put into like a sink or swim situation and need to figure out What can I do to make money? What can I do to make money? That's gonna make me happy um, and it, it, Asking that question is like what is gonna make me happy kind of led me slowly to building the business that I have now um, Just working with like other
0: are you able to like edit anything? <laughs> do you got yeah. it or we just rant? It's just just rant. Yeah, yeah. just keep going. Um, I le- I even leave in like the beginning. What was like, that? Like, The testing. I even leave that in usually. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because like
1: I don't I don't know how you. Nah, I don't really edit it. it. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. I like to say this is the Joe Rogan podcast. Without okay. the controversy and the Ooh. politics and all that stuff. <laughs> Just a conversation without controversy. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, once I start talking, I'll go, I, I, sometimes I tend to get lost in it. Yeah. I want to make sure that
1: I'm answering your question. No, that's fine. Completely and fully. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, working uh, on the movies, not having a single job after that, um, I then, you know, I was driving, I drove for Uber. I drove uh, everywhere. I did that all summer. And then I. Uh, was working for the contemporary theater company doing like sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. And I was also working for this other company called Rent Sons, which is very similar to just like a helping hand going around, um, doing odd jobs for people, just helping people out. And that's why I really found that I was most attracted to is that line of work. Because every day is different. You're always meeting people. You're always learning something. And people are genuinely grateful um, for you to be there, which is not something I experienced working uh, in the food industry or in film yeah. at all. And I think that's what really got me attracted to it. And that's why I've continued to do that. Um, and I haven't stopped. So,
0: yeah. Well, so what sort of uh, inspired you to switch? I mean, you no, know, to make your own moving company. Like, there's a lot of different ways you can help people. But mm. what was like, oh, this is how I want to help people? So,
1: even before I did this. Like I always enjoyed helping people move, which might sound weird. Mm -hmm. Like nobody, nobody likes moving. It's a very big stress. It is just, it's, it's, and everybody has to do it at some point. And I always kind of looked at it as like, it's a really good karma builder. Like before I'm like driving people to the airport and helping people move are like the two biggest karma builders, I think. Cause it's just like one of those things that people got to do. And it's a huge pain. Mm -hmm. And like on the helping end, it's like, you're just there to help. But I mean, I, just decided to, I mean, it, it, moving is just part of what I do. It's not everything. You know, I just say I'm a helping hand and it's like, that's, which is different than a handyman. I almost kind of started off saying like, I'll be a handyman, but that's way more technical Yeah. than like, I don't know how to do electric. I don't know how to do plumbing, but what I do know how to do is take this big, heavy box from the basement and bring it upstairs and put it into a truck. Yeah. And there's just plenty of people that simply cannot do that or have better things to do. And it's just from there it's like yeah you want a couch that's you want uh, on the first floor you want to be brought to the second floor i can do that yeah you might people might not be able to do that and it just kind of made me realize that, that there is just so much opportunity and yeah. that's like that's what it, that's what part of it is because it is always different it's not just moving sometimes it might be washing windows yeah you know it's whatever people need at that time
0: yeah well it's definitely something that uh, i mean having somebody that can do a lot of different things is helpful, especially in the business world. And uh, uh, I feel like that sort of, uh, I guess industry has, has been lost because everybody's trying to get into niche markets, like, like painting painters only do, you know, paintings and you have uh, plumbers only do a specific type of plumbing, carpentry, same thing. And to have one person that can sort of do everything Not in that sort of handyman aspect, but in helping around a house, moving things and stuff like that, and not being at one niche thing. Oh, sorry, and and putting work away, is a good thing, right? I guess that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. it
1: absolutely. You know, I, I try to keep myself open. Yeah. You know, I think it's important. I think doing what I do is a niche. You know, in the sense of like, it is a niche of. People do need general help around their house, and they might not need all the time. And, you know, they might not need a maid, but they might be like in the middle of, you know, a divorce, mm-hmm. or all the children have to go to a school, and it's just like they're a single parent in their home, and you know, they need to do stuff, and they just don't have time to do it. It's like, yeah, anything that you need help with, I can, I can do that. And that might be, that could be painting a room, it could be yeah. doing your laundry, it could be moving your whole house to a different state. And I, I keep it all open. The only thing I won't, the only things I won't do is anything over one story or anything with sewage. Yeah, I just won't do that. Sewage is. Close. I just, I, I just, yeah. I don't think I have the need to. That's a totally different niche that I don't need to get into. Yeah, uh, I
0: have a good story about sewage. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So I used to work for RPE Waste Services, uh, trash company. Okay. Uh, you know, great company. Loved working there. Owners great. Family's great. Uh, family friends of of ours and uh i <laughs> we we went to a house in westerly on main street right near mcquade's uh marketplace over there and uh this guy had been flushing wipes and the pipes were totally clogged oh my god so uh how we go about doing that is we have a truck that has a massive tank of water in it with a power washer and uh i had to drive that truck to the job and i did that and we stuck the power washer down into the pipes and it's supposed to you know blast all the wipes out uh well you know my boss was looking down the pipe with a flashlight making sure everything was in there good and uh he said all right turn it on so the person up by the truck turn it on i'm standing right there and i kid you not She turns it on and it goes
1: Straight up in his face
0: No All the crap out of the pipe No That would be my last day And I tell you what He owned it though Because when that happened He went (laughs) Spit and said Tastes like money Oh, my gosh, but he's not wrong. No. You know, and that's exactly the disgusting niche. It's like, yeah,
1: no one else is doing that. Yeah. No one else but you three people are doing that that day, and yep. they better
0: pay you well for it. And I will never forget that because that, you know, honestly, it was pretty badass. Like. Least, like money. That is horrific.
1: And, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's exactly, you know, you find something that nobody else wants to do, yeah. and you do it. Yeah. and And that's kind of like what, I, you know, I've heard that before, but the thing is, I mean, I, I, tend to, I happen to like it, you know, for me, helping people move all of their things out of a basement is better than working a shift at a, at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's better than working retail. Like for my, 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 my opinion, just because it's like, it's just, it's just hard. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it is a hard life working with the general public as I'm sure many of our listeners now yeah. is soul draining. Yeah. And, and that's part of the big attraction of what I'm doing is that I do get to work for myself now. Yeah. I've been able to successfully work for myself for two years.
0: A lot of people don't start their own business to be their own boss. It's great. It's very, very freeing. Yeah. And
1: like, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, people, they say like, oh, you gotta make your sacrifice. You know, you're gonna work more. You're gonna be working, you know, if you're gonna do your, if you're gonna be an entrepreneur and you're going to start your own business, you're gonna be working around the clock. You know, you're gonna have to always, you know, it's all falls on you, but if you like what you're doing, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's kind of how I think of it. It's like, um, you know, you're always going to have problems in your life, no matter what you're working. But I mean, you know, you, I'm sure would rather have your problems be, Oh, my 3d printer isn't doing what I like to do. I'm glad I know how to fix it then. Oh, this table doesn't have croutons in their salad and they're having an emotional meltdown. Yeah, I would rather deal with a problem of, all right, how are we going to pack this truck for this person rather than, having to deal with anything else so life is always gonna have problems but it just depends on like what they are yeah you know and you can have the ability to change that and so it's like now all the problems i have in my life are since they are directly related to what i do now what i
0: know it just makes it easier there's such thing as a good problem absolutely yeah yeah it's yeah it's like sometimes like right now like i have jobs i could be doing but i'm recording this podcast and i can't do it i have to start printing them after them Because I don't want to run the printers and make noise. Sure. That's a good problem to have. I have work and I just have to, you know, push it back an hour. But that's fine. It's a good problem to have for me. And uh I love it. I don't know, it's weird, but no, it uh, makes all it makes a lot of sense.
1: I mean, even walking into this office, I know people can't see it, but I mean, there's so much cool stuff in here. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like it? You gotta
0: see. I mean, if you think that's cool, I've seen the company I used to work for in Quant had a whole frame. Mm of a motorcycle that they 3D printed of a Harley like a sportster. I think of metal there, right? Uh not not there. No. Um that that metal is uh it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. Like one of those machines cost, you know, over half a million dollars. Yeah. So and then you need a whole separate room to run it with a post-processing unit. And then after that, you have to put it in a kiln and then bake it. So you have to have, like, three separate machines for this one machine. Yeah, that's like a lot. Like, they sell hobbyist, quote-unquote, metal machines that cost a grand, but then you have to ship it off to some place to get post-processed.
1: Yeah, but if you're, if the client, you yeah. know, if you're charging your client, once again, as an investment, you know, as you, it's like, you know, you have no problem buying all these 3D printers because you know mm-hmm. you're going to make your money back. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're able to find money in a way that other people might not be able to. Yeah. I and mean, that's kind of...
0: No, no, go ahead. I was,
1: that's that's kind of like why I also have like really been attracted to like what I'm doing. Like I say, I'm booyah helping hand services, mm-hmm. and I am. But it really, I am just a guy who's trying to make money doing what he is enjoying. Yeah, you know, doing something that makes me happy. And if I'm not happy, I'm not going to do it. You know, right now that is a moving company. You know, I'm trying to like, ex- like I'm not keeping it. It's not even a moving company. I keep saying that, but it's like you know, just general helping hand. But whatever that might grow into. You know, it's going to be right in line with what I am enjoying. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's helped me see money in places I've never seen. You know, you might look at a pile of wood in someone's driveway and be like, oh, they got wood to for the fire or whatever. I look at that going, okay, I could make money there. That's yeah. money. That's that's me going, I could go knock on that person's door be like, hey, how you doing? You have a whole pile of wood. I'll stack that for you. Yeah. For, you know, a pretty low hourly rate overall. Better yeah. than, you know, hurting your back. And yeah. And it gives you time to do whatever. Yeah. You know. So I, I see money everywhere, including stuff on the side of the street.
0: Yeah, <laughs> You're picking I, up something. Well, that's I actually have a business venture idea. You probably already have done it, but um, and I've seen other people do it. But I have an idea that I'd like to talk to you about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. But so I've been talking about marketing the past couple of podcasts, um, and I think the biggest takeaway is nothing beats word of mouth, especially in a local arena. Um. I am nodding heavily. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how you started to market, you know, when you first started your business
1: apps. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, something about what I do in particular is, is right where you said in the beginning is that everybody needs help. Yeah. And I, a lot of times my next job comes from after I've worked for somebody and they go, Hey, I have a friend yeah. who is buried in crap. Yeah. Like, you know, not literally crap like you were talking about, but like, you know, it just could be, you can't get rid of anything, you know, whatever. Uh, and it, that person has a friend. They might have a friend. Um, and I, I found because I was, like I said, I worked in movies for so long. Yeah. Where it's, you really got to um, want it every day and work very hard and and just kind of um, grind in, in a different way when yeah. you're working on movies where it's like you got to really seek out your opportunities and you got to keep on it. And I applied that same uh, that same method to this line of work. And quickly realized that I was oh, I I was it was too much. Like you know I I realized that I actually couldn't take a, a business card and just put it out somewhere because mm-hmm. I would start to get too many phone calls and I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. Wow, which is very interesting. It, it's have. a good problem to have, yeah. but it's a problem that I never had before. Where it's like wow, I actually so because I said I'm one guy. You know if you're getting like five phone calls a day for different very strenuous physical jobs, there's only so much much you can do, and I. do hire my friends. And like, I have people that I work with on a a subcontracting basis. That's how it's like, Oh yeah. If I have, you know, a couch to move, Mm -hmm. it's gotta be another person to do that. Can't do it by myself. So I, I'm very happy to do that. And that was another thing too, is that like, I've never been able to pay my friends when I was working on movies with them. And I get to actually pay my friends a livable wage doing this kind of work. But with the advertising, uh, you know, I get most of my jobs through word of mouth. Yeah. 100%. Like and I think that that might just be particular to something that I do, you know, where it's like, you know, I am essentially a stranger being invited into somebody's house. Yeah. And you know, I think that it's just, it's better when somebody's friend goes, Hey, this guy worked at my house already. He's really nice. He's safe. You can let him into your house. And sometimes people, when they need help, don't want to call up a service where they're going to talk to some directory, and then they're going to send you whoever they have available. They want to make a relationship and connect with a person. Yeah. And Facebook, <laughs> you know, online. Yeah, you don't even have a website, right? I don't. I, that's So I don't know if I should say this, but like I don't exist. Yeah. Like Booyah Helping Hand Services doesn't really exist yet. Yeah. It is a face and it's important. It's important that I'm like I am a business entity, but I don't have a website. I don't have a Facebook. I don't have a business card. I don't have a brochure. I have a voicemail. I put my personal voicemail to be my business mm-hmm. and that's all I've needed. I, honest to God. And I know, I know, I know I always, you know, I, they, I get very I get compliments like every day on my voicemail. They're like, that's a really upbeat thing. I'm glad that I listened to that. <laughs> and like, um, it's, I guess reassurance enough. And like, I want to grow. Yeah. I want to, I want to become an LLC. Obviously I am insured. I think it's important to say. Um, but I think that right there, it's like that, that, that shows like what you need. That's all it takes. All it takes is a little bit of motivation, a voicemail and yeah. show up on time and smile. Like be friendly. Like that's part of it. Like I just I a lot of times people I work with are uh in d- very depressing states of transition whether it's been a death or it's been um you know a divorce like I said. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to just it, it it is more sometimes being a good person that's happy to be there and happy to help them out it helps more than moving their couch. Yeah. And, and I've, I've kind of been realizing that too. And that's something that I really, I really do enjoy by it. But yeah, I think it's helped me got, get more jobs is what I'm saying is just being friendly for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's my biggest advertisement.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty good because, uh, especially in modern, like, you know, you see all these marketing companies pushing, uh, social media mm-hmm. uh, a lot. And I think for a lot of businesses, it's a good idea, but, you see, especially now, like subcontractors and contractors in general are super busy, and all they need to know is one one guy, and they got plenty of work. Yeah, and it's it's crazy, like the amount of the amount of work that's going on. Because I mean, I'm working for the Harvard Flooring Company, and like he doesn't like need more work. I mean, he's booked out till the end of June. Yeah, like and, and some people are even booked out further than that, and it's crazy. And
1: I think it depends what. You want to achieve, yeah. As as a business, you know, I mean, there are some people that want to just conquer the world and take it to the very end and get everybody. Like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make sure everybody is hires my business, yeah. You know, to do it. And and there's some people that, and me included, where it's like I, I'm happy with a certain level. Where it's like I, you know, if I'm getting more work than I am physically able to coordinate or handle, it's like my desire isn't really in line with getting more people and like creating an empire and, and, you know, I, I'm able to survive well and I'm able to take care of the people that work with me, you know, but I, I just, I don't look to, um, grow in that way, yeah you know, which it's like, there's other ways that I want to, um, grow my business like get I want to eventually have a storage unit facility like a mm-hmm. thrift store and offer all the services that I do now in kind of conjunction like a one-stop shop area for yeah. all of your things oh, you should
0: check out the place uh, there's an antique shop down here oh really yeah like oh like uh, like yeah quarter of a mile down the road is it
1: like the big is it the red one it's is like it's a big building yeah it's like, red, it it's like a red it's like a Oh, gosh. Big dirt parking lot. Like yep, right I know here. exactly what you're talking I've yeah. never actually been in there. Am I, I haven't am I, either. I should probably stop in there. But um, it's busy
0: all the time. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, crazy. I wouldn't expect th- it to be.
1: There is, I can tell you, an unlimited amount of things yeah. in the world. And that is the other half of my, of my business is, you know, I am a reseller. as well you know when i try to when i clean out a house or an estate like and i clear this with the family and everything a lot of times it's like yeah they don't want to throw these things out they but they they have to or they feel like they have to you know they're like we don't have the time we can't sell it all we've already done the estate sale we've already done the auction and now here's all the leftover things but it's like this was Something that was important. And yeah. it's like, you know, I try to not throw things out. And I, I I'm happy where it's like I feel like I'm doing my part in the world a little bit where if it comes into my possession, I do all I can to uh give it a new life, whether it's taking an old piece of wood furniture and like I refinish stuff like that, which you can sell for money and it just kind of it's like it never ends. Yeah. The opportunities never end in this. And it's 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 just like you know, I have a whole storage unit that's just full of cups and glassware that I'm just going to sell at a yard sale for like a dollar a piece. And it's yeah. like, but that adds up. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it's just, it's like um, reselling. Uh, you don't have to buy anything new. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a little harder, but, you know, I just got four rolls of Tyvek yesterday. Off of Facebook Marketplace for $75 wow. total. They're like $100 a roll. I'm probably gonna be able to finish my entire garage doing that. Yeah. But that was because I went to a secondhand market and I looked, you know, and I didn't cave and try to get my thing right away. Or it's like I took the time, it takes a little bit of time, but you can find those
0: things. Yeah. Facebook uh, Marketplace is, is is interesting. The Wild West at e commerce. i telling you, it's crazy. Because Craigslist is sketchy. Well, well, and well, well. Wealth.
1: Yes, yes, but but saying I will say with my experience at Craigslist, that is the best place to sell commercial items. Yeah. If you got something weird like, like an industrial sink, you yeah. know, something like that, <laughs> like which is real. That's a real thing. I mean, yeah. I had these ten. I had these ten foot long, four feet wide sinks. And they were stainless steel, humongous. I'm like, I don't know where it's because like Facebook marketplace is where people are trying to get a side table, yeah. a chair, a glass set, uh, maybe a TV, you know like small home things they need right now. yeah and then Craigslist is kind of for more like not serious buyers, but a little farther reaching and a little more of like uh you know, if someone runs their construction business, a lot of times they go on there looking for like extra
0: stuff, huh um ebay is good for collectibles yeah I, d- I bought that 3d printer off of ebay yeah, yeah. and then it didn't work <laughs> well yeah there's also that yeah. i don't know i
1: haven't had too many negative experiences like with ebay i've lost i've lost quite a few times because yeah. like you don't know it's hard it's hard to guess the shipping like i've sold yeah. an item for 50 bucks and it cost me 131 dollars oh ship. man like yeah. i was like ooh, ooh. i and lost all the doing that. yeah etsy is good for handmade stuff as as i think we kind of yeah no i don't really know about mark harry what is it? Mark Harry. Mark Harry is like I've never even probably heard of the that. more larger advertised right now, like app for selling. I've never um, even heard of it. It's just another app. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't really, like, I, I haven't really got into it yet because there's only so much I can handle. And I do just a lot of Facebook market because it's the easiest thing. Yeah. Like, I think everybody listening to this should start a Facebook marketplace profile go through your house look at things you don't want take a picture and start making cash like for
0: real well like it's so easy well actually i was i mean you probably i thought but like there's a bunch of free stuff sure yeah just go get it and put it for 20 bucks online so
1: yes 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 but i think like i so i it feel depends. like there's like a moral gray area yeah, in
0: yeah. that
1: like you know there's a facebook group called um buy nothing and it's like, it's specifically made to give things away. And it's like, you know, I was like, oh, you know, there was something really cool that's like, yeah. you could resell it. But it was publicly given away as a gift. And in the same community, I wouldn't want to see somebody yeah. gave something away for free and then I sell it. I-, I don't know. When I say in the same community, I mean like locally, because yeah. it is just like a local thing. But that being said, things that are given away on the street for free are free game, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, I found a I found a stand-up mirror for free on the side of the road somewhere i picked it up i threw it in my bus and uh i sold it for like 30 bucks
0: well that chair you're sitting in i found on the side of the road beautiful this should be my chair yes yes. like both of those were just sitting right by my house i'm like and perfect they just put them out there it hadn't rained yet yeah they were like those look like they're brand new i mean i
1: don't um I found a popcorn machine on the side of the road. It works. It's like a old, it's like a, it's like a, you know, actually encased box and you turn yeah. on it, it pops the popcorn. Um, you know, I try not to pick up, I don't pick up uh, like furniture really from mostly because I don't have a, yeah. a, a need for it, Especially you know, it's like wooden, yeah. Or leather couches, you yeah. know, um, it's, I mean, I live right on the bike path in Wakefield, so okay. I give away so much too yeah like i I sell a lot but um you know if i get like a whole dining room set which i do every once in a while if i get a whole dining room set i can't hold that in my house and i don't really have the time to sell it so i will just put it on the side of the road and people come pick it up it's Mm -hmm. crazy i mean everything i put out there even mattresses like and i check them to make sure that they're good but the way i look at mattresses is if, if they're good One, they're a big pain to get rid of. Mattresses are like a whole ordeal. And they're expensive
0: to bring to the dump, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, most transfer stations in Rhode Island, you're allowed to bring three units per day for free if you're a resident. And then uh, six units, and by units, I mean mattress and box spring. Uh, You can do six a year for free. After that, and I don't really know how they keep track of it, someone told me if I cut a mattress in half, it doesn't count. <laughs> like, it's like it'll just be counted as bulk waste. I don't know. I still have to test that. Yeah. Um, and how are you going to cut it in half?
0: With a big saw. I mean... That, <laughs> That's how. I it, got it. I guess it'd be like a... You, you cut one in half? I mean,
1: I could. I have everything I need to to yeah. cut it. I mean, you just take a big saw to it and just cut it through the middle. You got to yeah. watch out for the springs and like all Like a that, saw's but all... You just gotta, but, 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 but you know what, though? It, 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 it's like, what's the bigger pain? Yeah, <laughs> you know is the it a money or... is it a big well it depends how much because if yeah. you have a destroyed mattress it's actually eighty dollars a unit to dispose pretty much statewide um so, eighty dollars yeah, so if you so don't so if you're like oh i want to get rid of my mattress i'm gonna drag it outside maybe someone will take it and then it rains you just went from having oh i can get rid of this for free to it will cost you eighty dollars they won't take it's it's crazy like you gotta there's this one place the biggest mattress disposal place and i feel like this is actually important to talk about because you know if anybody out there is planning on moving and you got to get rid of your mattresses plan the mattresses out because you will be stuck with a bunch of mattresses that you might be screwed so ace mattress recycling in west warwick you can drop off eight per year for free and then after that it's only like a little under 20 bucks um
0: and they probably just clean them up, turn around, and sell them.
1: Well, once again, you can only jump them there if they're if they're good. Yeah. And I mean, actually, mattress recycling, exactly what you said, is a pretty big industry. I wouldn't want to get into it because it takes a lot of space. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. I've seen videos of people that are like, we bought 25 mattresses, and then we flipped it and made $30,000. But it's like you see the video of them hanging up all the mattress like coverings in their living room with their kids everywhere, and you're like, yeah. But at what cost? You know, you got to, like, think about what you really want it. You know, what you want to do. Yeah. Right now, I'm just hoarding, like, old uh, pieces of wooden furniture and trying to, you know, give them new life, which Mm -hmm. is probably my favorite hobby that's come out of doing all this stuff. That is pretty cool. It's just, like, because, you know, I stopped somebody at the dump. They were about to throw out this beautiful side table. It's my favorite piece of furniture. It was a two-tier. It's a two-tier, like, leather... um, It has, like, leather top with, like, gold embroidery around it. And I've never seen anything like it. It has, like, little, like, uh, uh, little doors that open up on the beneath. Either way, stop them from throwing it out. I got it. I cleaned it up. And I looked up in a line online, and if it was in good condition, it's, like, $1,000. Oh, my God. And it's, like... Uh, it's from 1920. It's just beautiful, but it's like that person didn't have the time. It wasn't the nice. It wasn't the only nice piece of furniture that they threw out that day. But he yeah. was like, I was like, I gotta stop him. Like I saw the top of that that table come in on his back of his pickup truck before he even got to the tip, and I knew I had to take it. I'm glad I did. And now that thing that was supposed to be in the dump is in my house. I use it every single day. Yeah. And it's a relic that I got to save. So it's like I try to prevent that from happening. And I'm not going to sell it,
0: but the money would be, it could be there. Yeah. That's you crazy. Know? It's just, it's very, yeah. You never think that there'd be a lot of money in trash, but I guess, I mean, other There's than- There's so much money in yeah, trash. it's crazy. There's so much money in trash. There's yeah. not even, I mean, it's besides
1: the things that work that you can resell. Yeah. Metal. Scrap yeah. metal. You know, the reason that they let you take your scrap metal to the dump for free is because they cash it in. Yeah. You know, you can take pounds, by the way, go to Exeter Scrap Metal. Exeter Scrap Metal in Rhode Island is yeah. the best- yeah, they are. Like you get, they pay fairly. It's really, it's a big space. You you know, you feel. I feel safe there because mm. a lot of these dumps, and that's the other thing too, is like dumps, transfer stations, and scrap metal places. While they're there providing a service, it's a little scary sometimes to go there because it's big machinery. You don't really know if you're breaking the rules, until so someone yells at you. So it's like I like to take that off of people and help yeah. them out and
0: do that. Well, especially wood now because it's gone up so high in price. Wood yeah.
1: has and like yeah i'll clean out a garage and i'll find bunches of wood it's like gold now and i will yeah and you look at that and i get to stack that but you wouldn't think of that some people don't even think they're like i just gotta throw this out i mean i have a magnet where if i'm doing a garage clean out or like a basement clean out they people think it's junk i'll take my magnet and i'll test everything to see what's aluminum what's brass and i'll separate it as we're going because it adds up yeah it really and it's just one more thing where it's like yep I got paid to remove the thing. These people are happy. And I found another way to continue to make money after the fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I want to kind of move off that topic. Because, sure. Because, um, and this is something that I don't really talk about that much, but um, I've been recently invested in cryptocurrency. Okay. Dogecoin. Sure. Yeah. And I was wondering if you have gotten into that at all.
1: I have not. I yeah. know of it. I don't have the equipment to mine it I don't really have the (laughs) knowledge of it I need to get into investing in general yeah and only until recently actually have I felt comfortable to invest Um, sometimes it's hard it's hard to make that first step to be like okay I'm just gonna put my money into something and hope years later that but it's I know it's the right thing to do yeah so I guess my answer to that is no I unfortunately don't have any knowledge or experience with cryptocurrency yeah Um, but I would like to invest I look at a lot of my investing that I do is like I bought a bus and that was an investment of money. The coolest
0: short bus in in South County, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a, I bought myself a old Massachusetts public transportation bus and that's what I take around to do most of the jobs that I was talking about. You know, any jobs that aren't uh, bigger, you know, a lot of times I have to, a lot of times I have to buy, uh, rent a U-Haul a lot Mm -hmm. of times,
0: um, which is why I'm thinking about buying a box truck next. Yeah. Well, those, I mean, those Azuzus, like, those things are rock solid.
1: I hope so. Yeah. I saw one broken down the side, and, like, I saw one broken down in an apartment complex yesterday, yeah. and, like, I stopped because I wanted to ask how big their truck was, and they're like, don't buy this truck, and it was an Azuzu, and I'm like, I want, yeah, I know. Yeah. I want I to. Think it, I think it depends. It might have just been, like, a bad Because bad there's truck. so
0: many different versions of them. Yeah. I probably have to do some research, but the ones that they have at RPE, like, He's had those for like some of them have hundreds of thousands of miles on them. I mean,
1: diesel engines can yeah. go for almost five hundred thousand. Yeah, if you take care of them. But like, yeah, I want to go to Rider Truck Rider, Rider uh Truck in Providence. Yeah, and, and take a look because. But once again, as an investment, it's like doing the work I'm doing. I know if I buy a thirty thousand dollar truck, that yeah, I'm going to be able to make that back. Yeah, you know, just by the rate of that, I've had to rent U hauls. I rent like four U hauls a month.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it's cheaper to buy. The truck without the box on it and then find yes. yes it is yeah well oh
1: and then find it i don't know another box but yeah i think on. of that you know you're on your own yeah you know do you know how to connect that no do you know it's
0: like what do you probably just some big deadbolts maybe maybe but it's and one of those welding. things where it's
1: like okay do you it's 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 you know you can buy cheap shoes that won't last as long or you yeah. can spend the extra money to get some good shoes so you don't have to spend the extra time and the money it's like yeah. i i've recently learned to weigh that cuz i i i was very cheap for like a long time i feel like like i would always if i'm buying a product like i would kind of be like okay you know i'll get the cheaper one and mm-hmm. i always it always ends up being a bigger struggle. It's like you want to get like I don't even know why I thought about like a DVD burner, like a little simple DVD burner. It's like, yeah. I'll get the twenty dollar one instead yeah. of the forty dollar one. And then it just gives you twenty extra dollars worth of problems, anyways. Yeah. So it's like your shoes will fall apart if you cheap out on them and then you're gonna be back at the store taking more time and spending more money on shoes. Yeah. So you might as well just get just buy just invest the money. Up
0: front, and then get more and then you do get more of that that reward back yeah over time well back on the cryptocurrency thing (laughs) sure i invested in dogecoin um it must have been like a month ago now guys that i work with buy a lot of it and um one of the guys i work with bought it when it was at like 0.003 cents and uh he initial his initial investment was 350 dollars and he bought and he got tens of thousands of doge coins for it and now it's trading at 60 cents Mm -hmm. so that initial investment of 350 dollars was now worth when it peaked at 70 the other day 70 cents thirty-five thousand dollars
1: yeah that's insanity and it's (laughs) yeah 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 i mean there's no there's no uh you know Denying that, there's no fighting that. That that that, that's that
0: that was a good choice. <laughs> and the thing is, is that you see a lot of these big stock stock brokers companies, and they're like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And they say, "There's nothing backing it." Well, there's, you know, a hundred billion dollars backing it. There's, it's a literally, Dogecoin is worth more than Ford, and Twitter. What Dogecoin? That's- this made up currency on Robinhood mm. is worth more. Than a company that's been around since nineteen oh one.
1: That's crazy. I just don't know what I would use cryptocurrency for, I well, suppose. Just make might money. Maybe just to just
0: to I mean have as an investment. I, I regret now I regret not buying more. Oh yeah. I bought it twenty seven cents. Um, but if it gets to like ten bucks in the next five years, I'll have a few thousand dollars out of my two hundred and thirty five dollar investment. Yeah. Like, uh it's it's just crazy. Um and and Dogecoin is only going up and because Elon Musk is going on um SNL tomorrow. Okay, I never watch it. I mean, I I haven't watched. Is SNL. he hosting he's SNL? He's hosting it. Oh my! And he's a big pusher of Dogecoin. Yes, I do know that. So I think that it's going. It's right now. It's sitting around between fifty and sixty cents, pretty comfortably. And I think it might peak at a dollar. Hmm. And if it does that, then I'll probably. I don't know. I say I'll sell, but I think I might. I mean, I don't have enough where it's like it'll make a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll just let it, yeah, let it ride. peak. And then when it plummets back down, it'll probably plummet back down to like 20 cents on Monday. And then I'll just buy like, a lot more. I don't know about the specific amount, but hundreds more.
1: I mean, you know, you, we, you and I have that ability to yeah. make a risky and large investment. Yeah, because I'm 19. Wanted, yeah, if we wanted to. I mean, I'm, and to that, I'm 28. Yeah. I'm going to be 29 next month. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah you got plenty of time to invest a bunch of hundreds of dollars and lose it all. Exactly. Like, you know? And yeah, I mean, I, think I you might should. even do more. <laughs> the, why
0: not? I know. Cause I mean, I'm 19. If I lose it, I have the rest of my life to get it back. Yeah. I mean, you're very, I'm sure you are. I feel like you're told this a lot. You're very smart to no. start now,
1: you yeah. know, like, it's it's because people don't think about it. Well, until I didn't get
0: this idea. It was the guys I work with, so but like I e- either way, you pull the
1: trigger on it. you know you yeah. you're investing now when you're nineteen. and I was told when I was nineteen to invest now, and here I am twenty eight and I haven't. It, and yeah. it's like, well, I should have done that. And um I should just do well, it a lot this
0: of day. a <laughs> lot of people like have told me to save. like mm-hmm. don't spend your money save. Yeah, I'm like, and and I've agreed with it. but looking back on it, I'm sort of like, why not invest it? Like there's a difference between saving and spending and investing. Yes. Spending without a return is just spending. Spending with a return is just investing. Like buying these 3D printers. Like that's an investment in my company. Yes. And, and it gives me more content to put on my YouTube channel. It gives me more of the ability to take on more projects at once. And it's an investment. But me going to buy golf clubs is spending. Mm -hmm. like sure it's fun i'm investing i guess in myself you know i have fun on the weekends but it's not i'm not getting a return on that but sometimes you can because it's a good business way to get to know people through business so for for golfing golfing, well
1: sure i mean you can any expense if Okay, so let's play that game. You know, I want to buy the most authentic Darth Vader costume that there is. Right, yeah. it costs like nine hundred dollars, nine hundred to a thousand for that's, like this. Like that's pretty suit, reasonable. But you would, could look at that as like a frivolous expense. Yeah. So, like that's just something that I'm gonna buy. Yeah. But if I charge a hundred dollars to show up at kids' birthday parties as Darth Vader, all you only gotta do ten of those, mm-hmm. and you have your money back. You yeah. know, So I guess it's how you look. You know, if you're buying golf clubs because you like golfing, or you want to buy golf clubs because you think that maybe. And like for me, I don't spend a lot. I mean, I think the most I spend my money on for myself is just like getting vinyl records because like recently I've gotten yeah. really into that. Um, but I don't make any big purchases for fun, I feel yeah. like. I buy, like I'll buy a bus, I'll buy tools, I'll buy... But at the same time, I'm buying what I like, so it's yeah. kind of like a double thing. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get to buy this bus and it costs me this much money, but it's really fun yeah. and I'll get to make more money out of it, so... Um, is it a stick or is it... No, it's no. it's it's gasoline and it's 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 regular automatic. Yeah, okay. Thank God. Yeah. I would like to learn how to drive sh- the stick at some point, but... That's what my car is. There was something I also wanted to bring up about investing. Oh, well, it's just like, you know, you're talking about saving money and yeah. know, Michael Paolino brought this up in one of our B&Is and it's and yeah. i have heard it before and it's very true. Keeping your money in the bank, it just... It's you, sitting there not doing anything, you are losing money. It's, it's like every year it yeah. depreciates. And so, you know, if you just save your money and you keep it in the bank for 10 years, you're literally going to have, you could have $10,000, you could have the same amount of money and it's going to be worth less. Yeah. Inflation 10 years is later. inevitable. It's so, uh, cra- so it's like you have to, you mm-hmm. have to do these things. Yeah. You know, Um. so... And I say that as somebody that has no stocks. So you have to get stocks, even though I don't. Well, that's the thing.
0: The stock market, you hear so many different things. You hear, oh, it's going to crash. It's not going to crash. It's just going to keep going up. And I don't know what to trust or who to trust. And honestly, in my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if it crashed, like plummeted, because it's so bloated. It's been bloated for years now. And it's just like... But the thing is, is our economy is so good now, it'll just find its way back. I think that won't be an issue. So I, I, I don't know.
1: It depends how you want to play it. Yeah.
0: You know, it. It's. It, I think that it's good
1: to have different eggs in different baskets. Mm. You know, there's some people that have everything that they got in in their investments, and then they, if it does crash, they lose it all. Yeah. And that's
0: not great. You don't want to do that either. I mean. But then like people invest in cryptocurrencies because it normally doesn't follow the trend of the stock market. Mm-hmm. Like yes, Bitcoin crashed, but who thinks Dogecoin if, if the stock market crashes, why would Dogecoin crash? You know, it 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 because most of the people that invest in Dogecoin don't have stocks, like me, just some mm. kid who just saw it on download, Reddit download yeah <laughs> saw it on Reddit it was like I'm was recommended with the guys I yeah. work with and just bought you know, hundred bucks and then 25 bucks and then another 25 bucks and then another hundred bucks or something, you know? And it's like, it's just, it's, I don't have any money in stocks and I don't really plan on buying anymore because what's the point when crypto is so good and, and diversifying. Yeah. It's just diversifying your portfolio. I would say
1: it would be the best reason to have more because like you said, if you, if it does, then what, you know? And also it depends how you want to play it. Cause you're like, Oh, do I sell? Do I go? I kind of like, I personally, I feel like once I do get into it, I won't have the time to kind of just be like a trader, like a day trader. You know, there's some people like I'm actually, I'm in like a group text with some people right now um, that are, they talk about stocks actively and they share information and they just kind of go back and forth. And it's been really good to like read up on it and see like where they're at. But they're like playing on a level that I don't think I could handle. Like I think that if when I do my investments and there's ways to do it where it's like we're talking about being younger and being able to risk it and do. But, you know, there's a way to automatically make smart investments through like different services or, you know, you go to an investment advisor, which I'm not at that level yet. But, you know, there's different online platforms to do just that. So it'd be like, I'm interested in these specific things. And then you put this much a month and then it does it kind of for you. Yeah. Which I feel like would be where I would lean a little towards it. Plus, you know, doing a little bit that I would pick. But like I said, you got to, you know, I think you got to be well-rounded. Yeah. If you're going to do it. Coming from somebody that hasn't done anything. Yeah. <laughs> Being me. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like I said.
0: it's one of those things that is just crazy hard to predict. But, I mean, I just see with, with literally almost every major currency just, Being worth less and less every day, I Mm. feel like crypto will become a lot more relevant before we know it. I mean, yeah,
1: as somebody that deals a lot in cash, that's a scary prospect. It is, you know. I I do look at, you know, even this past year, all the cash money is disappearing. No no coins, you know. Everybody wants to go digital.
0: So and that's and that's essentially with that. I mean, I like for my business, I don't take any cash. It's all I don't see any like nobody hands me cash. Mm -hmm. It's all invoiced through PayPal. Yeah, and then I just and then it just goes my navigant bank account. Yeah,
1: well, and you gotta still. I mean, you do your own taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: but like it's it's not like I'm holding cash. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just it's it's literally as real right now as Dogecoin is.
1: I suppose, but you know, as somebody who might be considered a junker like me, and like a trader, and someone that like gets. Things off the side of the road and yeah. like cash is king in my world yeah you know so that's that's kind of difficult to be like you know if i go to somebody that has something on their front lawn i'm like great will you take a bitcoin i mean they probably maybe they would but they probably won't because they don't know how or venmo i mean like i use venmo I yeah. use venmo all the time but for somebody in my position i suppose like cash is just it makes it easier yeah you know i mean i i could definitely see it being like phased out
0: you watch american pickers Oh, yeah. Yeah. I
1: watch, I watch, uh, yeah, I watch like all of those. But you know what's funny yeah. is I haven't actually watched those shows. Like, I've never watched, I watched American Pickers and like Storage Wars and Pawn Stars before I ever did oh, I any love, of this. I like Pawn Stars. Like, yeah. before I ever did any of this kind of thing. So I would like to watch it again, kind of having like a different mind. And that's yeah. what's fun about it is because you just learn like yep. you continually learn. Like I have this junk pile that I started. It was <laughs> like junk scrap metal. I thought it was scrap metal, but as I learned what different things were and the worth of stuff, I realized that things, in, there were certain things in the pile that I could sell as they were for more than I would get for scrap because I just learned more about what they were. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's always cool. Like build on knowledge like that.
0: Yeah. Well, and there's another thing that I don't really talk about a lot, but before we started the podcast, you said you watched the star Wars, uh, seven eight and nine right uh yeah so do you like those those movies oh man all right uh, so mm, we we're, gonna, we're gonna debate about this a little bit
1: well i mean we can talk about yeah. so i think that nobody's ever gonna be happy yeah. <laughs> with a star wars movie yeah. i mean i think that uh, when i go to the movies i go to enjoy myself and yeah. kind of pretend i'm somewhere else i suppose yeah and like I, you know, I watched the, what was it, the ninth one last night? Yeah. I wanted to like it. The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I really wanted to like it, but there were just really obvious things they just didn't follow up on. Yeah. Like- uh, like, a lot of it. Yeah. Like Oh, so we won't
0: have to debate on it. Okay. Yeah. I
1: mean, it was like, it was cool. There was like Ashton City, It was cool. Ashton. It yeah. was like, what's up with all the trippy talking to each other through space? Yeah. Like, you know, in the original trilogy, there was only kind of like one trippy, weird kind of force moment where like Luke got lost in the woods and then he saw Darth Vader and then he yeah. saw... The, well, you it know, was the, all in his head. And it was all in his head. But it's like kind of the same thing yeah. where they're talking to each But But the thing is, who is who is the girl that um, was Finn's friend?
0: The Rose. That what Asian happened chick? to Rose? Yeah. Well, like, well, I think she wasn't even
1: in the end scene where everyone's hugging and yeah. partying, and having a great time. They left her out completely. I know. Also, they like there was this really dramatic moment where they wiped out C three Po's brain, and yeah, they did that dumb thing where they made him better yeah. again. But in the actual dramatic moment, he had this moment where he's like, "I'm gonna do this big sacrifice for all of you. I'm like gonna." You barely know that it's like he's been there from. Day one. Yeah. Well, he's been he's seen everything. He's been in every movie. I think he got his mind wiped at the end of
0: episode three. Episode
1: three. Yeah. So it's kind of like either way though. He's, he's been like,
0: in every him and R two have been every Star Wars installment.
1: Yeah. And to have that moment where there's like oh we're gonna wipe your brain and they kind of he was right before he went out they're like oh wait I thought of another idea and they unplugged yeah. him and then like that scene kind of ended with like laughing and like a joke and yeah. like C three PO is just like gone. Yeah. That was a little I feel like there could have been a little more respect in there, but Rose disappeared. Yeah. And I think that that was, it was like they JJ Abrams tried to make two separate movies at once. Cause it changed yeah. directors and it's just like, Oh yeah. I mean, it's got mashed together and it's, it's I want to like it.
0: Yeah, I, I did want to, I loved episode seven. Like my dad and I walked to that movie theater and we were like, that was awesome. Sure. And we were like, this is going to be awesome. And then episode eight came out. And I'm going to be honest with you. I walked out of theater. I'm like, that was pretty good. And then well, you said you like episode seven. Is that what you yeah. said? Okay. Yeah. Episode eight came out. And then I walked out of theater. I said, that was, that was, I was like, that was the best Star Wars movie I ever saw. And then I watched it again. I'm like. Oh my God, that was the worst Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, ever I mean, like saw. the thing with uh, the first, the
1: seventh one, there is that it was the first Star Wars movie to Soft come out reboot. so long. Yeah, and it it was just it hit every nostalgic note. Yeah, you know, you saw your favorite people yep. and places and music, and you're like, yeah, my God, this is Star Wars, and yeah. this, it's gonna, always gonna feel like this forever, and it's never gonna stop. You know, that's how I felt when I saw the first yeah. one. I like cried in theater. It was so like
0: it, stupid, it, but you know, it's. Yeah. Ryan Johnson uh, on episode 8 definitely confused me with the spectacles because it was a very good movie to watch and look at and they all are but when I went home and I said I said I was like that was awesome and then I w- I watched it three times in theaters mm-hmm. and the second time I watched it I was like oh God I don't know and then I watched it for a third time and that was the last time I've ever watched it and the last time I will ever watch it there you go no rewatchability I mean yeah. it's it's just so bad and ryan johnson completely killed everything jj abrams is setting up she, he's spoiler alert it's like um ray was his her parents were nobodies mm-hmm. completely killed off snoke like and i think what happened was there the rumor i heard was that the original script was that um uh snoke was supposed to be plagueis which was Sidious' mm-hmm. master yeah we're getting into real nerdum here that's okay but um And he heard that too many people were catching on. He's like, no, I can't have people guess my plot. So then he just changed it because he's sort of an egotistical maniac. Yeah, once
1: again, they didn't explain where all the Snoke clones came from. Like, they don't even... And And they completely
0: undid everything that was built up in the first six movies by bringing Palpatine back to life. You could say Ray is a Palpatine without having Palpatine exist. Also, how how how, how? they mean, don't who wants, even t- who's mating with him I, I mean yeah yeah to say they, they um, don't ever explain that no they but,
1: they're just like you're my granddaughter but it's i like, guess how? i guess you can
0: i guess you could say the same thing about anakin skywalker because he never had a, a dad so well, he, you could well, say he was conceived through the force
1: well, that's the idea.
0: That's the idea. And I guess Palpatine... Oh, God, that, I rewatched those movies again. I it, love those. I, like, I... Okay. They're so much better than well, 7, 8, and 9.
1: I don't know. They're different. They well, look so weird. But they're is, filmed weird. It's just... I look at it like this. weird.
0: I look at it like this. In terms of world building, you cannot beat the first three Star Wars movies. Like, the stuff... The, 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 like, I'm talking one episode one, two, and three. Not, like, yeah. the first three to come out. Um I mean, all the different worlds. Like George Lucas knew that he was going to sell a lot of toys when he made those movies. Yeah, they're made for toys. And, uh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, but there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, he also he's a brilliant businessman. Yeah, he's
1: a brilliant businessman. But he directed all of those three movies himself. And yeah. part of the real reason why some oh, of the yeah. original why the original Star Wars movies are so great is because he didn't. Yes. It was like he can create the world. Yes. But he's not. He, he can't
0: people. He even admitted that he sucks at writing. He said when he yeah. writes, it's like <laughs> block writing. But it doesn't matter, though. Nope, he's De- worth $4 billion. He's the most,
1: yeah, he's the richest filmmaker in the world. Yeah. You know, I didn't no, know he this, was 76. There's no denying that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I
0: didn't know that. I don't know.
1: I mean, he, um, there's this great documentary called The People versus George Lucas. Oh, I heard about that. And it is a really good investigation into just kind of the relationship between the fans, George Lucas, and like the movies and just kind of like, what? How do you navigate? I heard about making that. the star, making a Star yeah. Wars world. Like, what is it? And like, I think it kind of got into like, yeah. Part of the reasons that things people don't like the stuff in the first three is because he never, no one told him no. It was like he got to do that's everything exactly. he wanted, yeah, the way he wanted to do it, yeah. And you know, I don't not like them, but oh my god, the acting—it's just like the writing, it, all it's, the all of the lyrics, that's the not thing. lyrics, all of the lines are weird, yeah they're, they're not bad weird. actors no
0: it's just bad writing but like even like there's this the meme in star wars fandom when you know anakin and obi-wan are about to fight and it's like you can like <laughs> what is it you know when they start talking to each other and it's just so blocky and he's like don't make me kill you I, you will try and it's like it <sighs> but you remember it and it's like it's just so good and like but but that's another thing Spectacle, even seven, eight, and nine don't have anything over the lightsaber fights that go on in in, in the prequels, like Darth Maul, Qui Gon Jinn, and Obi Wan. Like that, I watch that once a week. <laughs> that fight, and like, <laughs> really? and then and then it's like Episode Three, Anakin and Obi Wan. I watch that a lot too. It's just so much better because it. In seven, eight, nine, they're just whacking lightsabers like it's just whack, yeah, yeah. whack, whack, like yeah. they're like they're. There's blunt. really not a lot of finesse no. going on. And then you have like like all the like twirling of the lightsabers, and like you watch those, and they're just so much. They're so much better choreographed. Like if you look at Episode Eight, the big ending scene when they're fighting all the guards, and you know Ray and Kylo yeah. Ren, who was a waste of a character. He was he had so much potential to be great, and. Listen, I honestly would have forgave them if Rey died at the end of Episode Nine and the Rise of the Skywalker. Ben Solo mm. lived. That would have been fine. I think that would have almost made up for what happened. But they had to have weird. their. They had it to have was their strong. All
1: weird. They did so many things like they did so many things in that movie where like they're yeah. dead. No, they're not. Yeah. Chewbacca dead. No, he's not.
0: Force healing. Rey is dead.
1: Like. Why didn't, why didn't
0: Obi-Wan why didn't Obi-Wan feel Qui-Gon? There's
1: too many questions well, like, that it's, it's, and it's m- like you just got to like the spectacle at a certain point. Yeah. It's like wow, this movie has such a big budget. It yeah. looks so good.
0: Why can't it be better? Well like why? She literally stabbed Kylo Ren in the stomach, right? Yeah. And force healed him. Where did Darth Maul stab Qui-Gon? Same place. In the stomach. Couldn't force heal him and Obi-Wan is three times a million times a Jedi Ray. And that's
1: the other thing I didn't like about the second one, uh, the seventh one. It was just like, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker was my hero in oh, his childhood. And watching him just be like a crabby, depressed yeah, man the, the entire movie. It's like, man, literally, I used to
0: love that guy. What happened? That first scene when he when he throws a lightsaber over his shoulder was literally what he did with J, with J.J. J. Abrams' setup. Ryan Johnson, how... When, Luke's, when Rey hands him the lightsaber and he throws it over his shoulder in episode 8.
1: I don't and, really remember this part. I've only seen it once in theaters. You gotta... Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> so like, even- like,
0: the first scene, you know, when you see Luke Skywalker, like, it's built up. You know, like, it was... You only saw Luke Skywalker at the very end, and then she walks up there with, the, mm, with his mm, mm. old lightsaber. She goes to hand it to him, and then he takes it, looks at it, and goes... Throws it over his shoulder. I'm like, that's literally what Ryan Johnson just did to everything J.J. Abrams set up. Ooh. Just threw it over his shoulder and said, "Screw you." Now I'm gonna have this purple haired lady be the best at everything, and Ray, nothing's gonna happen to her, and she's just gonna be instantly good at everything. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's like, yeah, <laughs> she was instantly good at everything yes. with like bad lightsaber. Form. Yes. I don't. Yeah.
0: I really like Rogue One though. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Rogue One or Han Solo. The Han Solo movie sucked, but. The rogue one was really good. I want to see that one next. I like there's a scene in that with Darth Vader. Oh, oh don't oh, tell me. Oh my don't god. Tell me, you I kinda know. I kinda have know to, anyways, but You have to watch it.
1: I do want to see it for that reason. I
0: literally was like, oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Like, oh I like that's another scene I watch over and over. Like I'll Ooh. just cause we get a stereo at my house. I'll blast it. And just sit there and watch it and be like, this is awesome. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the Star Wars debate. But, I mean, not really debate. No, just, I feel like we're in
1: agreement. We are. We <laughs> are. Like, and, like, I'm not really all that passionate either way. Yeah. You know, I like I said, I go in to enjoy it. Yeah. No one's going to personally deeply offend me if they screw yeah. up my movie. I don't know. I went to go see Palpatine come back and I love yeah. that's played by the same the same guy yeah well he's um, a great actor yeah what's his name I wish I could tell you i know <laughs> I, I know his name well
0: have you seen the Clone Wars yeah the, uh, the, animated the anime series? series no oh see? S- yeah. see there's that's another one where you, like the first three seasons are horrible but when they like they bring Darth maul back yeah i do know that with robo legs i think that was
1: cool see that's something that he was a character that should have lasted
0: well then season seven which they did last year of the clone wars the last four episodes were about like you know ahsoka tano the girl with like the tent like Mm -hmm. tentacle things like anakin skywalker's padawan in the clone wars is what she was and it's about how uh she deals with order 66 and mm. and Darth Maul knows it's going, knows something is going to happen because he was in it in the beginning, and it's about on Mandalore, um, they have like this big battle, and they think they can capture Darth Maul, but he's setting this whole thing up so that he can get Anakin Skywalker to come, but he doesn't. Ahsoka comes instead because he wanted to kill Anakin because he knew he was a key to everything. And she didn't. You gotta watch. There's four. Yeah, I know episodes. there's so much
1: more in the world that I'm like missing. Some it's so buys. good. Like, my housemate Aaron, like, he was making fun of me all of this past week because yeah. he's like, You're not a true Star
0: Wars fan. And maybe I'm not a true fan of anything, but
1: I am an observer. See, don't
0: let them say that to you because it's just you haven't seen all the content, and there's a lot of content, and there you work. There is a lot of content. And you work, so like, you have a life. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm lucky because the beginning of last year i really didn't do anything because yeah. I, I, I
1: have watched a lot of movies yeah. in 2020 i haven't all been star wars but i have watched a lot I've i a watched lot.
0: breaking bad last year see like culturally like
1: cultural things like i haven't really i haven't really watched i'm like catching yeah. up i'm catching up on a lot of old well movies. culturally everything's kind of depressing so <laughs> but like you know what i mean like those things it's like oh you gotta watch all the breaking bad because oh, everybody has have seen you it. not seen breaking bad uh, no oh my see God. sorry see but I know you like, I know
0: you, we've talked about Breaking Bad before. I, I don't know, maybe. I feel like we actually have. Yeah, like, it's it so sense. good. Yeah. It's one of those shows that I, I mean, mean, I've seen the first season, so I can't say I haven't yeah. seen it. But I mean, I probably won't watch it again just because it's, but it's It's not like Star Wars Episode 8 where I just can't rewatch it. I feel like if I watch it again, it'll ruin it for me because <laughs> it's just so good. Where if I watch it again, I'll probably just pick it apart and be like, eh, that doesn't make sense. Eh, that, and then I'll just like, "I like was awesome. I really liked it. It was a great series. Um, definitely liked it better than Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watched that. Yeah, they completely botched that in season eight. Horrible. Um, well, I think it's because the writer, the writers slash directors, were supposed to get a Star Wars trilogy, and then they were rushing to get Game of Thrones done so they could work on that, mm. and then they didn't. End I mean, up I know the whole it. disappointment. Yeah. You
1: know, I worked every Sunday for every year that was out. So. Yeah. <laughs> i missed
0: every. Episode. Oh yeah, it was. It was such a disappointment, but, um, yeah. So why don't we cap the end of this off with a little bit of business seeing that we got, oh, sure. so, uh, I've been asking all my guests, you know, what is one thing or one quote that you'd want to be remembered for, you know, for the rest of your life? It's a very loaded question for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, honestly,
1: cause I did read that on the sheet and so I was kind of thinking, the thing that I have been thinking about a lot is everybody asks you when you grow up, when, like when you're a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? But nobody ever asks you, how do you want to feel when yeah. you grow up? And I think that that's really important. I think that, yeah, you could want to be something your whole life. Like I want to be a filmmaker my entire life, forever. Like I said, until like two years ago. And I just kind of realized that the path I was on wasn't making me happy anymore. Yeah. Even though that's what I wanted to be when I grew up or what I thought I was what i thought i wanted to do and so i started to just follow whatever open myself up to just follow whatever was going to make me happy and that led me to do the things i'm doing now so i think that that would be that like think about how you want to feel when you grow up you know you want to feel happy what does that mean to you and kind of like follow those feelings you know don't go against that grain because it's never going to lead you anywhere good
0: that's pretty good yeah so thanks
1: for coming on thank you for having me this is great this is awesome
0: i appreciate it i'm I'm glad i got to talk about star wars and nerd out a little bit yeah i wish uh, i had
1: like more to kind of go back and forth with it but it's uh
0: it's okay um but yeah we're coming up on an hour so beautiful yeah thanks for stopping by thanks for putting time out of your day to talk and uh thanks for listening everybody if you're interested in uh, coming on the show or have questions you'd want me to ask my guests uh email me at knowledge is power uh, ri at gmail.com and I'll catch you in the next one.